0: The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the 10th chapter. Some Pharisees came, and to test him they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and to the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Then in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them, and the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
1: Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So our Director of Early Childhood Ministry, Rachel L. Halali, Ran the 5K and 10K races yesterday as part of the Twin Cities Marathon. And this morning, she's running the marathon. Yesterday, I drove to Wisconsin. And this morning, I'm preaching. (laughs) I'm going to invite you to turn to page 921 in your pew Bible. And there you will find the reading that we just heard Kyle read moments ago the reading from Mark chapter 10. Up to this point, Jesus has been preaching, he's been teaching, he's been feeding people, he's been healing people all along the way. And today we come to this moment in Mark's gospel where Jesus is teaching about divorce. Now this particular text is one of the most difficult texts in all of Scripture, especially if you or someone you know has been divorced or if you are a child of divorced parents. It's hard to find any sort of meaning in these words. In fact, this particular passage has often been cited to cast judgment and condemnation on people who have been divorced. Now, let me be very, very clear. I do not believe that that was Jesus' intent, that his teaching on divorce was not intended to be that of judgment and condemnation, and it certainly was never intended to be used for shame, to cast guilt, manipulation, or hurt or pain on others or oneself. In fact, I believe this particular message, this particular teaching, is less about divorce and about something far greater that each and every one of us needs to hear and understand. In Jesus' day, women and children both had very limited rights. In fact, if a man simply grew tired of a marriage, he could easily cast the marriage, cast his spouse aside. And the woman in that day had very little recourse. There was very little that she could do in response. And as a result, her world was flipped upside down. Suddenly, her economic stability was gone. Her social standing, her social status Her social stability was also gone. Her reputation was cast aside. She had very little recourse. But then in this exchange, in this exchange between the Pharisees who were constantly trying to trip Jesus up on the law, and they were doing the same thing here as well, to try and pin him down in one way or another, they ask Jesus about divorce. When Jesus suddenly turns things on its head, in many ways, Jesus' response would have been incredibly radical. Because in that moment, in that exchange, Jesus is saying that women and men have equality in marriage, that there is a mutual responsibility between both parties in their union. This would have been unheard of at that time. But what Jesus is saying, no, you can't just cast the other one aside. And so Jesus reminds the people then, And he reminds you and me today that each and every one of us is created in God's image from the very beginning of time. You and me and all of God's creation, all of humankind, have been created in God's image. And because of that, you have value. Because of that, you have worth. And Jesus is saying to the Pharisees that, yes, that man has worth and value, but guess what? So do women. They have value and worth, and they too should be treated with the same level of dignity, respect, and love. And so this message, this teaching in Mark's gospel communicates far more than simply a message about divorce. It communicates something that goes far beyond. And so if you look down in the next section, there is suddenly Jesus blesses the children, which seems to be a little out of place. But it's no accident that Jesus' teaching on divorce, as well as inviting the children to come forward, the blessing of the little children, it's no accident that they are there together. Because just as women in Jesus' day and age and before, children, children were also vulnerable. Children were also cast aside. Children were to be seen and not heard. They were given very little attention. But children, just as women, just as men, were also created in God's image. Children also have value and worth. Children are children of God. And so, yes, on the surface, it's hard to find meaning in these words, but if we look just a little bit further, if we go just a little bit deeper and we see and understand that each and every one of us in this place has been created in God's image, that we are beloved children of God from the very beginning, and that doesn't change, then we ourselves should never, ever treat anyone else any differently Jesus calls us to live in this way with one another and so whether we are hurting whether we are sick whether we are struggling with whatever is going on in our lives whether we find ourselves broken or find ourselves in the midst of a broken relationship Or the ending of one. God's heart is the first one to break. Because that is not what God has intended for you and me in this world that we live. For God wants us to be in relationship with one another. And yet knows that there is brokenness in this world. And that people for far too long have been cast aside and ignored. So Jesus says, let the little children come to me. And he blesses them. And he does the same for you and me. He says, let the little children come to me. Let the vulnerable, the marginalized, the disenfranchised, and the lonely come to me. Let those who are hurting, those who are sick, those who are grieving, come to me. Let the vulnerable, let the hungry, the poor, the homeless, the naked, all of God's children who find themselves in difficult and challenging and struggling times, come to me and I will give you my love and I will give you peace. Because you are wonderfully and beautifully made. You are a child of God. I created you and I love you. This passage is less about divorce and more about God's love for you and for me and all of humankind. It seeks to bring about healing, and reconciliation by showing love, forgiveness, grace, and mercy to us all. And just as Jesus did long ago, Jesus calls you and me. He challenges you and me, and dare I say, He demands that you and I do the same for our brothers and sisters in this day children of God, created in God's image, no one greater, no one less, all loved by God equally, that we do the same for our brothers and sisters. That is the meaning of these words. Let it be so. Amen.